0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to the episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Away Luggage. I am obsessed with Away Luggage. I do not travel without it. It is my favorite thing I pack, even though I pack things in it. But, you know, you get my point. I love it. And I'll tell you guys more about it later. And I hope that you can get yourself some Away Luggage and take yourself on a little trip that your heart desires. I am so sad right now like actually i have been feeling like i might cry over and i'm i always to say words wrong but notre dame uh being on fire it's uh, so sad it's such a huge part of history i i wish i would have taken more photos of it i i'm just so sad i i truly believe that All buildings have souls. And I mean, especially there, it's just so heartbreaking. I'm just really, really bummed. I mean, as you guys know, Paris is one of my favorite cities in the world. I will be there in like two weeks. And, um... It just holds such a special place in my heart. And Notre Dame is one of my favorite places in Paris for so many reasons. I mean, it's soulful. It's beautiful. But also, when my grandma passed away last year, um, my uncle lives there, and he was walking by when um, the day that she died, and he went in and uh, said some prayers. And then a, a priest uh, began talking to him, and he told him that his, his mom had died, and um, the, the priests and the, and the, uh, Notre Dame, they did a service for my grandma a couple weeks later, like a special service just for her there. I'm just sad. It's just, it's like, it's you know, such a huge part of history and I was going to be able to see it in a couple weeks again. I'm sorry if I feel bad for the people that have never seen it before, but they will rebuild and it, it will, it will be restored, but it's, it's going to take years and a lot of patience. So that's just a bummer. Um. Okay, I'll stop being depressing now. Just, but okay, uplifting. Turn it around. I am super excited for my tour. Oh my gosh, I leave in a couple hours, a few hours. I will be on a plane heading to New York to start the tour. If you're in New York, please come to our shows April 16th and 17th. Uh, and then hopping over to London. Oh no, not London. Sorry, Scotland first. If you are in Inver in the Scottish Highlands, and in Inverness or Inverness. Uh, We'll be there April 19th and 20th, and then Edinburgh, April 21st, London, April 23rd, Berlin, April 26th, Prague, April 28th, and we'll just be in Paris, I think, hanging out. We were going to do a show, but I think I kind of just want to enjoy the last four days of the trip to have um, a vacation. Not that the rest of it's not going to be vacation, too, but... um, I also want to encourage you guys. I see this message a lot, where um, you know people want to come to the shows, and they they feel stupid coming alone. Like if they couldn't get friends to come or a boyfriend to come, um, come alone. Comedy shows are fun. You can hang out with us afterwards. Like have a drink with us, please. Feel free. Come alone. It's not weird. It's makes me so happy when you guys come to my shows and do not feel weird if you have to come alone. Please. Um, yeah, I really hope you guys come out to the shows. I'm very excited. You can get tickets for all of them at rachelobriancomedy.com. And then shortly after when I get back, I will be heading to Wichita, Kansas at the Looney Bin, Wichita on May 18th. It's an early show, but it's going to be super fun. You know, uh, meet and greets and everything, uh, for that too. So super fun. Please come. Uh, what else do I want to chat about before we get into the podcast? Uh, oh my God, packing. I, I I need someone. DM me your tips for, for next time when I go somewhere. I was a packing monster. I started packing on like Thursday for this trip. It's Monday now. So I gave myself a window. I could not complete the task. And I am not a procrastinator. I am a hardworking MF-er. And I w- and don't ever procrastinate anything. I was like, I don't know. I just wanted, I wanted my wardrobe to be so fabulous that I think I just put too much pressure on it, you know, and I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't complete it. I finally have basically finished packing. I mean, I better have, I'm like I said, I'm leaving in like a couple hours, um, but it was just a nightmare. Like, do you guys have good tips for this? Maybe I just need to like Marie Kondo my life, like simplify everything, like not think that I need, you know, 4,000 pairs of shoes on the trip and, you know, accessories that I'm never going to wear. Like, you know, come on, Rach. Although I feel like I should bring a hat <laughs> on that note. I'm going to pack a hat. Anyways, um, if, you could, yeah, if you have tips, just let me know. I um, hope you guys are having a fantastic start to your week. And I hope to see you at my shows and I want to thank you as always for listening to the podcast. It means so much to me and especially when you guys subscribe, rate and review and DM me on uh, Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N and tag me in your Insta stories when you're listening to the podcast. I want to know when you listen to it, where you're listening to it, how you feel about it, everything. Yeah, Alright, so my podcast guest today is, she's a TV host, she's also a podcast, uh, podcaster, she, uh, she does red carpet celebrity interviews, she's just a cool girl with, uh, you know, sharp opinions, and I think you guys are really going to love her. So without further ado, give it up for Deanna Espier.
1: Hello everyone, thank you so much for doing this. Do you call your, is it Deanna? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, you're one of the the first people to actually say my name right. Really? Yeah. Everyone says Diana.
0: Well, I did think it was that until I listened to your podcast and then someone said... Deanna.
1: Thank you so much for having me and for doing your research. Uh-huh. I really respect a really? woman that does her research.
0: What well, was I just going to like have you over and then just not know anything about you? Well, some
1: people do that. Hello.
0: Yeah, true. Good it's point. LA. People don't have work ethic. That's true. Yes. And you have very good work ethic. I feel like you have like 13 jobs. You host a bunch of things. And- Thank
1: you. So yeah, what's, I have a lot of jobs.
0: So what's your background? So you grew up in England. Uh, in Switzerland, actually. Switzerland, okay. So I'm
1: English, but mm-hmm. I did most of my like primary school, high school in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to my English route. So I was in London for like eight years, almost 10 years, I think. Uh huh. Um, I've. Sounds so fancy. It does. It's really not. I wish I could be fancier.
0: But it really sounds fancy when you're like, I grew up in Switzerland and London. It sounds like you have like a Swiss bank account and like the whole I thing. I do have a Swiss
1: bank account. <laughs> okay, well. But it's not, it doesn't have very much money on it. Still, just yeah, tell it's people. It's still a that. Swiss bank account. Yeah, yeah, it still sounds fancy. <laughs> I think it sounds fancy for you. US americans because you guys don't travel as much i mean you do but you'll go to vegas for me it's <laughs> so sad that that's what you think of americans like yeah you go no, to but you travel cuz you're vegas. on tour but yeah. the average american doesn't travel as much that's as a european because the same like i mean it's a half-hour flight to get to Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's one hour from Switzerland to, to the UK. Yeah, true. So true. we switch countries a lot more, mm-hmm. but we don't.
0: Oh it, the like distances are the that's same. That's almost
1: like moving states, essentially. Because exactly. It's a, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but for you guys, you're just in the same country. Yeah. So it sounds fancier than it is. Okay. So, okay. So, what w- did you know you wanted to get entertainment when you were growing up? Yeah. I, so I started working at the age of twelve. Whoa. I, is that legal? I wish people could have seen your face. <laughs> I was like.
0: I think I had my first job at like 14. Exactly. Is that legal in America? I think so. Maybe 15. Okay. No, I think it might have even been 14, but it was like my friend's parents' clothing store. That's so cute. Like,
1: yeah. So I was like a stage kid. Okay. Okay. So you were in entertainment So I was in entertainment Mm -hmm. But I never thought Do I want a career in entertainment Like I just Was thrown into it Because in Switzerland There wasn't really There was actually No entertainment industry Mm -hmm. And so I got You know Deals in like Corporate events bands And stuff I was touring Mm -hmm. Not at the age of 12 I started touring later on in life Okay But I was always performing I was doing ads I was working with producers So I was in the music industry a lot I used to dance And I used to sing Not an actress Didn't come here for acting I don't fucking do (laughs) acting Sorry (laughs) It's very difficult Whenever you're a a girl In LA People come up to you Like are you a model
0: Are you an actress No (sighs) That's so refreshing To hear actually Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. Okay.
1: So you were, did you have aspirations of like being a pop star? Yes, I did. I also had a dream to be in a musical, mm-hmm. which Ugh, that... I that, hate musicals, I'm sorry. Y- no, I love them, but it's fine <laughs> because I actually hate stagey people. I did a whole like um, sequence of Instagram stories hating on stagey people. You know what stagey means? Mm-hmm. No, I think what's it, the words not translating. So basically when you're stagey, it's like when you go out clubbing with your friends and you jump in the splits... And it's so fucking embarrassing. Who and Who does stupid. that besides
0: Kyle Richards on Real Housewives? <laughs> she's stagey as she, fuck. She is like, I'm like, you're way too old to be doing that. Why are you doing that? Yeah, but it's like she's
1: way too old to do that, but she can. And it's like, whoa, like yeah, at your still, age, but you still ridiculous. have that flexibility.
0: Yeah, but so okay, so it's people that show off as like girls that like dance like, show on off, like, tables like, and stuff. Da- I'm a dancer,
1: like feet up, and it's like it's not attractive. It's annoying. It's so annoying. So annoying. Okay, so, but I was a stagey kid, and mm-hmm. then I realized that- yeah, you were a kid. Yeah, I was stagey until a bit later on in life as You're well like last week I was at a club Literally <laughs> I hate myself for it But I don't do that anymore I Like not stagey at all anymore <laughs> <laughs> So anyway I was My dream was to be in musicals Which mm-hmm. got um, killed by actually doing some pop stuff uh-huh. So I, um, ugh, I don't want to tell you all this stuff Because I don't want you to go and dig all the shit Oh I will it's okay. Fuck. It'll you be pro- fun. You've probably done all the digging. No,
0: not really. I
1: only watch like a few YouTube videos. You and didn't stuff. go like a secret agent on me. I
0: think I saw something that on your Instagram though that you reposted. It was like a music video, and you're making fun of yourself. You yeah. said like excessive skin and something red hair or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I always make fun of myself. I do. You know too. That's it's so the much only fun. thing you can do in this yeah. industry, uh, yeah. unless I- you want to be suicidal. Yeah. So um. Exactly. Unless I've you want
0: to be one of those girls that posts like photos of them eating pizza, and you're like, you've never had a piece of pizza. You and you're don't like, even you know weigh 70 that Seventy pounds. Yeah,
1: you d- spit it out. Yeah, you did not eat it. <laughs> they don't. I don't even think their throat is like wide enough to like swallow food <laughs> it's anymore. Ridiculous. Like literally. It, the the queen of that
0: is Olivia Culpo so all
1: annoying of,
0: all of her photos are worth food I'm like knock it off like if my I don't want like my 12 year old niece to see they 13 now see that and be like oh
1: like I wish I could eat all that food and be that skinny like she's not eating that food it's incredibly annoying also yeah. she's probably feeding herself aka on a drip every day and just taking photos of it like I yeah I, these people are all like doing ivs instead yeah. of eating food it's so, so annoying, annoying. Anyways, but yeah, so um, I was stagey, so I wanted to be in a musical. I was on a TV show in France, Mm -hmm. like a music competition, and I got- You're like a child star. I was like a little child, like, I think I was one of the first artists in Switzerland to release a single, because there were no music labels in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Now there's like a music scene, but back in the day, there wasn't. Yeah. Um, The main country to like make it in music was France, because it's next to Switzerland. Surprising. I would think it would be- uh, In French, because I I grew up speaking French, Switzerland, France, whatever. Sounds fancy. Not that fancy. Um, (laughs) And so um, I ended up being in a music competition. And from that, I got scouted to like basically have a recording deal in America. So Mm -hmm. I moved to America for for a few months. Um, I did a collaboration with Nelly. The video that oh I made. Oh, my God. I know. It's your so, background's so exciting. It's so fucked up. Like, it's all over the place. Oh, my God.
0: I was an extra in kindergarten cop, and they cut my scene. That's my only claim to fame as oh a kid. Oh, my God.
1: I, are you fucking kidding I me? You have a
0: podcast. You're touring for
1: I'm a comedy joking. show. <laughs> Talking about when I was a kid. Yeah, but it's cute. Anyway, you could still, it's still um, on your resume. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Wait, so you so you worked with Nelly when you were how old?
1: I was, tw- well, then I, I don't want people like, actually fuck it. I'm 30. I worked with Nelly when I was like 24, 25. Okay. So, but I, th- I feel like it was a lifetime ago because uh-huh. I've changed so much since then. Yeah. But um, after that, I ended up doing more like songwriting stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't... R- basically what happened right before I went to America to work with him, I was going to be Dorothy in a musical in Paris, which was like the dream of my life. Yeah. And then I was like... Nelly, Dorothy, yeah, I mean fuck that. Nelly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like Nelly. So I moved to New York. Um, I was working in the studio with producers. It was so fun. I loved songwriting. Um, then I did this video that I made m- fun of myself for, which was produced by Ariana Grande's producers. I was in the studios uh, in the studio with them writing and stuff. Oh my god. So I was a songwriter, and I realized um, later in my twenties, actually not so late, like in my mid twenties. Mm-hmm. The music industry is about being fucking cool. Mm -hmm. I ain't cool. Mm -hmm. Like maybe now you would say this girl is cool because I'm not cool and I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not cool. Okay. Like I'm not cool enough to be in the music industry. And it was not the right platform for me to produce content to express myself Mm because I'm like a writer and I'm quite emotional mm-hmm. and you can't be emotional when you're in the music industry because what do you mean I feel like that's like the, every song's about like love and heartbreak and stuff yeah and if it's not with a cool beat you failed and
0: you suck yeah well that's what music is now I feel which is why most music sucks now exactly like I hate almost every song that's on Spotify's like top hits playlist I always like get on there to, like hope that something's gonna be good exactly. have you heard the new song that's it's if it's not a joke, then I Which one need it? to move from the world. I don't know. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and some rapper. It's like,
1: oh my gosh, I haven't heard that. Billy actually. Ray
0: Cyrus, you know who that is yeah, yeah yeah. Miley
1: Cyrus' dad, yeah. country singer. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, collaborated with the rapper. It's the worst song I've ever heard. It's auto tuned. There's like rap sort of country. Does he rap? I can't tell which one he is in the song. I don't. Yeah, it's okay.
1: So he basically tries to rap. It's absolutely which horrible. Sucks. It's horrific.
0: Yeah. Stay in your lane. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, or it's just no- maybe don't do it anymore. You know? Yeah. Maybe let your let your children shine. Yeah. I you mean, they're that? doing fine. Yeah. One of them married a Hemsworth. You know?
1: Oh, fuck her. Lucky. So annoying. So okay, so you quit the music industry after I quit the music. I wasn't happy. Like mm-hmm. I was touring. It was a ve- it was very lonely touring in America when your family's in Europe because you're on different schedules yeah. and. I, I just feel like All the people around me Were so fucking fake mm-hmm. um, There was no transparency If I wanted to speak About something in a song mm-hmm. I couldn't communicate that Or mm-hmm. if I did It got changed By a, a video Or a beat And I just felt Not myself And yeah. I did lose myself For a while mm-hmm. m- Getting a little deep here Which oh,
0: No me. I love when people do that I oh, really I, I get <laughs> very
1: deep On my podcast yeah. Oh really That's so yeah. cute and, Well I, I have seen that I talk I about like, like Breakups and whatever Oh we'll talk about yeah. that later um, But so yeah I just didn't like like it and I went through a bit of a transition where I was doing covers on YouTube and I was trying Mm -hmm. to just be able to write and create and stuff Mm -hmm. because I'm very creative and I got asked to start writing um, entertainment news segment for website, mm-hmm. and she. How the, did that happen? They just found like. You so they interviewed me as a music artist, okay. and then they followed my YouTube and oh, cool. like I was a writer and stuff, and I connected with this person, and I was like, oh well, I'd love to like write for your website. She was like, mm-hmm. sure, do it. So I wrote a couple of segments and stuff, and then at one point she was like, well. We don't have anyone to go to the teen choice Awards, So if you want to go and like interview people on the red carpet, you should go. How cool. And that was like the breaking point for me because I went there. I knew who nobody was on Uh the carpet. It was so fucking embarrassing. I didn't know how to dress for a carpet. I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't know either. It was so embarrassing. uh, My other podcast, I have another podcast called screwed up stories, which you should also do. Oh yeah. I didn't know.
0: Um, well, our, we're signed with Westwood One Radio. And so they do this big thing every year for the Grammys called Radio Row. And then you have to interview all these artists coming and they just come by your booth, right. I literally knew who none of them were. Like, I couldn't like, couldn't pick them out of a lineup like Sophie Tucker. Uh, uh, okay, I don't know who that is. D- either. Just like someone that's <laughs> like new. I mean, it's two people actually, and I might even be saying their name wrong. I don't know, but I was like, I don't know who anyone
1: is. But this is the thing about entertainment reporting: you're never going to know who everyone is. It's all about how efficient you are, how quick you can research, how quick you can remember stuff. Yeah. a bit like you've done now. You yeah. Know? And do, does people do people ever get offended? Like, yes, if you don't? I have got story. I have got Ooh, stories. Can you give me one? Yeah. So one time I was um, at an award event. Um, for TV shows, I think it was an Academy Award—not the Academy Awards, but something for for TV. No, no, no. It wasn't one of something the big okay. ones. It was like small. You know, there's always smaller yeah, yeah, award totally. things going on in mm-hmm. LA, and. One of the women, I was like, oh, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your character. And it was obvious that I didn't know who she was. And she was like, well, my name is, gave me a random name mm-hmm. and then starts talking and preaching about don't judge a she, book. She by gave its, like a
0: different name than hers
1: or a different name than hers, which I didn't know at the time. So then I asked her about stuff what? and she starts preach preaching about not judging a book by its cover and la di da. And then at the end of the interview, she was like, oh, by the way, my name wasn't that it was la di da di da. Wait, can
0: you not say who it is? Well, I can't I remember. I
1: doubt she listens to the podcast. Oh, you don't remember? I, I don't actually remember because I still to this day do not give a fuck who that person is, especially How now rude. that I know that she's a Z-lister who gets offended when people don't recognize her. Yeah. I sound like such a bitch, but I am. Kind of like and- when Gwyneth Paltrow told the
0: girl at the yoga studio, "I you wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for me. Have you heard about that? No. She was like, I, I don't know the full story, but she was at a yoga studio and I think The girl, oh, I think maybe the girl was like, so have you ever done yoga before? They were, like, signing in or something, and her response was basically like, I either invented yoga or you wouldn't have a job or something if it wasn't for me. Are you fucking kidding me? which I think is kind of awesome because she's just, she lives up to the, the, uh,
1: the bitchiness that everyone kind of talks about I'm like it's kind of hilarious uh, hilarious but yeah. had I been the because I'm a sassy interviewer yeah. I'm not like nicey-nicey like I love your music like yeah. I, don't, I don't do that shit like I'll say congratulations yeah. but I won't say I love your music if I don't like it that's hilarious I know I'm, hor- I'm well, horrible your
0: bio says that you're a controversial uh so is there
1: something specific that happened well well so when this girl said that and I was like well for someone who preaches about not judging about by its cover like i had a shitty day and i don't watch your fucking show mm-hmm. um you said that to her yeah she didn't like it um oh
0: my god that's so funny I did you think, get in trouble
1: uh no uh maybe
0: <laughs> i don't know if
1: i should be even talking about this
0: <laughs> I, listen none of them listen to the podcast they probably do
1: that's the thing you also you be i think surprised. that all
0: the time where i'm like no one's gonna hear this and then i'm like shit like i've talked about like um like somewhat like famous people that i've like gone on dates with before and then i'm like no, I can't do that. Like like, like, someone's going to like reach out to them
1: and like, and then it's embarrassing. Like, No, no. A lot of people listen and you think you're just sitting here talking to yourself. Yeah. But people listen. Yeah. And it's fine. I don't care. It's out there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I've said it. Can't go back. I'll own it. As you guys know, I am obsessed with my Away luggage. I truly think
0: it's one of the greatest purchases that I've ever made. It makes traveling so much easier and I feel so chic and so cute because I have gorgeous matching luggage that's lightweight and amazing okay so here's what how away is different and better away uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you and you can choose from nine colors and four sizes the carry-on the bigger carry-on the medium or the large for extended stays they're super lightweight they have four 360 degree spinner wheels guaranteed for a smooth ride i zip in and out of the airport Amazing, their TSA approved combination lock is built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. And both sides, this is the best part, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else powered by a USB cord. And a single charge of the away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. And they have a lifetime warranty. So if anything breaks, they will fix or replace it for you for life. And they have a 100-day trial, so you can live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. And if at any point you decide it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund, no questions asked. But you will not, because you're going to fall in love with your Away Luggage. And I have an offer for my listeners. I would love for you guys to get on the Away Luggage train and just feel so much more chic and convenient when you're traveling with your Away Luggage. Um, So for my listeners, for $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash be here and use promo code be here during checkout okay for $20 off a suitcase visit awaytravel.com slash be here and use promo code be here during checkout but um what were you saying (laughs) so
1: um,
0: okay so then you so you got into uh doing the red carpet stuff by doing this entertainment blog yeah
1: So then I got um, better jobs and better opportunities Mm -hmm. from that because I learned... Basically, when I did that first red carpet at the Teen Choice, I knew who no one was. Mm -hmm. But because I had been there and I had been the artist, I was like, fuck it. I don't know who these people are. I'm not going to, like, frantically search on my iPhone who is who and ask them about their latest tweets. I was like, I'm just going to have, like, a friendly conversation with them because I do have a lot to say for myself and I have a lot to talk about. Yeah, And I understand where they're coming from. And when I left this carpet, I was like, shit, like this is what i meant to be doing. As someone who had been an artist before, mm-hmm. I can really be there to make them feel good and make them feel like they can be themselves and show their best selves on an interview yeah. because I wish someone had done that with me when I was a singer. Yeah. But at the same time, I'll still like annoy them with some questions a little bit because nobody's going to watch the interview otherwise. Yeah, totally, totally. Um. So I really felt at ho- like honestly for a while, like the red carpet, I felt at home. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could really be myself, really have conversations. If anything, I feel like I... I'm able to connect more with a person on a red carpet than I am in like a social setting because mm-hmm. I hate small talk. I yeah. can't deal with small talk. I don't like small
0: talk either. I yeah. find like podcasting is the same way where it's like, like you're like an instant friend now. Like I, yeah. I feel like I've gotten to know you so quickly because we're actually
1: paying attention, looking each other in the eye, having engaged conversation, which people don't have anymore. 100% and in the world of like phones and everything, mm-hmm. nobody makes eye contact anymore. And actually mm-hmm. funny enough, as you said, I've made a lot of my really good friends today from having them on the podcast. Absolutely. Because that's the only way that I can just... Really look at someone in the eye and have like a, a meaningful conversation mm-hmm. with someone. Yeah,
0: I've met a ton of new friends from podcasting. Like, they, were I just had a comedy show last night, and like a bunch of them
1: came to my show last night. I'm like, I only know them through the podcast yeah. world, and they're yeah. I would, I almost came to one of your shows with Craig one time. Oh my god, you um, should have. But I think I there was no seats or there was something, but I was like, I want to come, and he was like, No, meet me after. But I was gonna come to one of your shows. Oh, well like a little fan go next time. Next yeah. time. Can I be like front front table? Absolutely. Do you like fuck with the people in front of you? Uh yeah, sometimes it depends. depends. Depends on the show. I'll allow you to do it to me. Okay. You can be disgusting.
0: I'm not like, I'm not like a dirty comic. Although I've gotten a little edgier lately. Ooh. Yeah, but which is probably not like edgy for most comics. But like, yeah, I've gotten a little edgier.
1: Edgier for you. Edgier for me, yes. Edge is always good. Yeah. I like a scandalous bitch.
0: (laughs) So you, okay. So you do a lot of like pop culture stuff. And I, I never pay attention to pop culture. But I was like, okay, I'm having Deanna on. And I need to like be up on stuff. So I got on Daily Mail. Maybe I'll convert you. Yes, please. And I was like, why don't I do this more? Like, this is so fun. Like, look what's happening. All it these makes ir- you feel
1: really good about
0: yourself, which sucks, yeah. by the way. Or, well, I don't know. I or really s- shitty. I mean, I saw that the Kardashian. there was like an article about the Kardashians getting six figures for an Instagram post. I was like, well, all right. Well, I feel like shit now. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, some of the stuff I was reading about and I wanted to get your opinion on was, um, okay. do you know who Jana Kramer is? Fuck no! See the 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 names thing. Okay, the only reason why I know who she is though okay. is because she is like um like a you know a famous country singer now. But okay. oh, I had I'm not I, had, familiar a, with country I not. had a friend that used to hang and well she was also an actress too. Okay, um I had a friend that used to hang around her in L A. So I knew her sort of like ten years ago through that. So that's why the names her name stuck in my head. Right. But anyways, there was a thing on Daily Mail about um her and her husband, and her husband uh, is a sex addict, mm-hmm. and they've stayed together through that. I want to get your opinion on could you could you stay with someone that you found out was a sex addict? It has cheated on you, and like they're ref- they're like working on it, and like, but he's
1: also like relapsed. Of like, could you put up with that? Well, so I was going to ask sex addict with me or sex addict with cheating. I mean, but but either way, no. Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm you don't always want to have sex. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's important and it mm-hmm. should be like a regular thing. Yeah. But I think that if someone was always in my face, trying to have sex yeah. with me, I would probably be like, you should go cheat on me. Cause you're in my face and you're annoying me. Yeah. But, and, and so cheating is not okay. But, so I'm, no. but
0: I'm thinking, but I'm thinking like my guess would be, and I could be wrong. And my listeners are probably going to be like, no, this like, don't, you know, it's a real disease and don't be mean about it. And I'm not, but I would guess though that, it's not so much that they want to have, like, sex with their partner all the time. I think that it is probably more
1: being unfaithful and stuff. Okay, so or it's I'm, like, yeah, I'm not very knowledgeable when it comes yeah, to, like, addiction or. and stuff because yeah. I'm not – I've never had an addiction, yeah, so maybe I'm either. not the most –
0: Well, probably food. I feel like I like food a lot.
1: Yeah, but 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 you don't, like, binge eat. You're no, not, like, no, no, addicted. No, no. No. Like, you just love it. I just like food. Yeah, exactly. But so, um, I'm not as educated and, like, when it comes to that stuff, but I don't know if I would – be able to cope with it exactly for that reason because yeah. I'm not educated when it comes to addiction. So it, it's very hard for someone who knows nothing about it to have empathy. Totally. Do you know what I mean? If you've dealt with it previously, you've had mm-hmm. a family member or a friend, but I've not been around it. So mm-hmm. it would be very hard for me to navigate and yeah. like th- to navigate through that. Um I, honestly, I'm not sure I could do
0: it. I, de- I, de- I, don't d- I definitely think so. don't think I could do it. I, I'm I'm certain I couldn't do it. You know, I've dealt I with mean, a
1: lot of people that have had depression, that mm-hmm. have had things like that, and I think that I'm definitely equipped to deal with something like that. Yeah. I'm very empathetic, but yeah. I feel like, and I feel like I could
0: probably be with And I have dated people that have had, like, addiction issues yeah. in the past, uh, and I can deal with that. But for some reason, when it falls into, like, the sex addict category, I'm like, I just, I don't know if I can do that one. Like I, I would be, th- because that affects, well, both of them affect
1: you so much too, but that one really affects. Well, it's, it's more the fact that it's not just cheating because cheating only sucks. Well, it always sucks, mm-hmm. but it's worse when it means something. But in that case, it means nothing because it's just because of an addiction. Yeah. But at the so same time. So I guess time, it makes
0: it a little easier.
1: Uh, yeah. It, it would make it easier, but um, I hope that person's using protection because so I. So that's what I'm thinking too. we like, yeah. that's
0: terrifying. Exactly. And like, are they the type two that are like. You know they'll sleep with anything like you know like what where does this where do you draw the line on it
1: exactly yeah that's actually a very that's like one of the hardest questions I've, questions i've been asked
0: yeah sorry i went hard on no, it but i was like it, i just came across it and i was like i was like it's just fascinating that she, i don't know is she putting up with it yeah they're they they stayed married so like i think um i think what the story was like they were dating and and he admitted to having a sex addiction problem he cheated on when they were dating Then they worked out. They got Mm -hmm. married, and then I think he relapsed after like a year of marriage. So I mean, he cheated on her.
1: I don't know how many times. And now they're they're working it out.
0: But they have a kid, I guess. I don't know.
1: Well, you know, also we are both can I say in our Mm thirties, and I'm in my mid to late twenties. Oh fuck! You said you were thirty. Oh fuck! I was (laughs) like, did I just insult this person? Oh kill me! Oh my gosh! I hate you. We're (laughs) thirty. yes we are because i know it really affects me how people say i look older yeah. than my age and i'm like
0: you look so much younger than your age uh, thank
1: you yeah. uh, but but no but you know sometimes you can look older when you're like dehydrated tired whatever yeah um and so when you're in your 30s mm-hmm. you're very mindful with who you decide to date totally there's no more just like i can save someone like i did that no so much in my 20s Same.
0: like uh there were so many like relationships that should have ended after six months and I d- dated him for like two years or longer where it's like it was the red flags were there from the beginning exactly but he I wasn't feel like gonna
1: change when you're younger and you're 20 mm-hmm. you're like we can work through it together because you're not fully grown up yet so you're down to actually go like yeah and you have time on your side essentially too yeah so you think like oh well you know what I mean you like can I'm grow only together I'm
0: only 22 and like you know he's whatever close to my age and you know, we have time and he's young and you you yeah. make all these excuses and a lot of times they're it does
1: work out but it could because yeah. you, you kind of look at it as like growing together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. when you're already grown and you know exactly what you want, you know what you can and cannot put up with. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I don't know about this specific issue, but I know about maybe similar issues that mm-hmm. I ha- was not able to cope with. Mm-hmm. You become f- much more selective and mindful of who you start dating. Yeah. So if that person is not the most fantastic human that uh-huh. I've ever met, it would be very hard for me to just be like, I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? Do you do you find that now when you're dating, so are you, you're single? Hmm. Do you find now that when you're dating and um, you're being more selective that you don't put up with like anything or do you get, is it like one strike uh, or cause like in the, in this, my last relationship, we didn't date that long, but um, he cheated on me, broke up with, I broke up with him. Like, Thank instantly. you if you're listening. Yeah. Well he, he has been, I know that cause uh, he apparently he called, he was hanging around my friends for a little bit when I was dating him, and I guess he called uh, Carter, Kristen's boyfriend, the oh, other yeah, day, yeah, yeah. and was like, hey, I just wanted to see how like you deal with like public ridicule or whatever, because I, whatever. I was like, So lame. go away, dude. I hope the next bitch you me. sleep
1: with breaks your dick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so funny one of my podcast listeners actually like messaged me the other day and was like if you need me to hunt him down I'm like I don't even care anymore like I've thought very I've thought about him almost never besides when I kind of talk about him on the podcast but yeah. like but it's just life experience it's not that you care yeah. yeah but so I broke up with him immediately when I found out he cheated on me or we broke up and um but there was a red flag like within the first month and a half of us dating what was and it I, Some girl messaged me on Instagram like screenshots of their text and uh, he was able to kind of talk his way out of it and he called called Katie Maloney and was like I love her so much Like, please tell her like to take me back and all this stuff and I was so ready to like cut it right then right and I wish I would have but then I was like well you give someone a second chance but now I feel like after that experience like I'm much more prone to now just like cut it immediately right how are you with that like do you it's really weird
1: for me because Also, I'll just put it out there, and I literally do not give a fuck. I'm, I'm, and and I don't think it's cool or anything. It's just Mm -hmm. the way I was built. Like I'm not someone who sleeps around. Yeah, I'm not either. Oh, you never have been. I've never had a one night stand. Same. I've never had a one night stand. Very boring. Huh? I'm very boring. I'm so fucking boring. And I don't sound like it because I make the dirtiest joke yeah. you'll ever think of on my podcast. But I've, I, I've actually found, though, that people that, like, talk real dirty are usually not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's all phony. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me to be able to, like, sleep with someone I really... or Like, I, first of all, I have to kind of date them. But mm-hmm. that's besides the point. The point being that I need to be, like, connected with them. So, it's not like... I fancy this guy, but I'm not going to go there because I see a red flag. Mm -hmm. If I see a red flag, my 30-year-old self, I'm just like, I don't fucking like you. Yeah. mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's more like my brain has been trained to now tell me I'm not attracted to someone who has a shitty personality or I'm not attracted Mm -hmm. to someone who has like a shitty attitude and I don't find that attractive anymore Mm. because once you've dated all the hot guys trust me I've mm -hmm. dated some pretty fine people even though I'm like (laughs) not that attractive are you kidding me you're gorgeous no you're crazy but like you know way way out of my league I'll admit that but (sighs) you know I've done all that all those things and I got so bored of them and now I look at them and I'm like you disgust me so I never even really go
0: out after like looks so much yeah I used like, to I, used I, n- I need to be attracted to them but like I I want so much more than that like I need them to be good people I need them to be successful successful yeah. is a big deal to me because I've dated people that were not and I was paying for a lot of things and oh. like I just
1: can't do it anymore I it's, can't do it yeah like, and and it's not just not successful but not I'm yeah, that's not true. ambitious is the worst. Do
0: you want to know a horrifying fact? You need to tell so me. So my mom was watching something on I don't know, sixty minutes or something, and they were talking about like the state of our economy and uh, apparently it's good uh, and then but they were saying there's a very specific um, group of people who are not entering the workforce and are basically refusing to work, and it's guys in their thirties. I was like, cool. So I mean, I'm t- not surprised. So our dating pool, yeah, like, they don't, they just don't work. We're doomed,
1: they, like. It's horrific. It's like we either become like a cougar or we're going to have to date people our parents' age.
0: Uh, which I've also done that before. Not my parents' age, but I've done done—I've dated people like in their 40s and stuff. And how is that? Not any better. No, Not any better? No, not really. Well, because
1: there's a reason why they're still single in their 40s.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, it's Well, it's, but that, that could happen to us for all we know and people are going to say the same
1: thing. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I 100% am single because I got issues. Mm-hmm. But That's not why. But, you think? not like fucked up issues but like there's a reason why i'm still single like i won't settle all my friends i don't think that that means you have issues though i think that that means you know what you want like i some guys would say it's an issue
0: really i mean i don't i mean maybe but like i would hope that guys when they go on dates with me wouldn't think like oh she must be crazy. like well i'm like there must be something wrong with me that i'm single but they're
1: single too like i don't know i i feel like a guy in his 40s if you're single, you're either divorced mm-hmm. or you just are incapable of committing and you haven't grown up. Yeah. I'm not saying it's an issue. Yeah. But it's a reason why you're still single. How
0: are we going to meet people? It's it's terrifying. I don't know. So, like, I... Or so, maybe I, I just give up. I don't know. I
1: might just give up. I, I mean honestly you're asking the wrong person because mm-hmm. we're literally on the same boat like I'm it's a constant battle for me like I'm not even trying to date mm-hmm. like I'm not on dating apps I'm not going out of my way to date mm-hmm. but when I do meet someone I always feel like they're sucky and I feel is it my fault or is it that like obviously there's a like part- you feel like like you don't really like them you don't think they're that interesting
0: or sucky isn't like they don't treat you like you would like to be treated uh,
1: you know, I have a dad, obviously, and I have mm-hmm. a brother. Okay. And when I see the way that they treat women, I'm mm-hmm. like, why can't I find this? Same thing. My dad's an angel. Like, I don't... Why
0: can't... And my and dad I think- was a player back in the day. Really? Like My awful. parents got married so young, so Same. I don't... Yeah. 18. Although I heard that my... um my dad was kind of a player in like high school, but that doesn't
1: count. Um, no, my dad was a player. They met in, in a nightclub. They've been yeah. together 37 years. Oh, my God. And I cute. see, like, I meet exes of my dad's and mm-hmm. stuff, and they're like, oh, me and your dad. And, like, I know he was a player. But, but when but I it s- doesn't even count when you're 18, though. Like- he got married when he was 24. Yeah. And he had, like, he started working at 18, so he w- okay. didn't go to school and stuff. Yeah, okay. So he, like, lived his life a little yeah. bit. And I see the way that he treats my mom and his sisters and his family and I'm like Like, shit I find one like that yeah I feel like it's like setting
0: the bar too high though almost but I don't want to set the bar any lower like I don't or I don't want to like lower my standards and just be like okay with certain things yeah
1: like I'll go and also I feel like we both might have the same issue here Mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong you're talkative and you're Mm -hmm. a comedian you're a podcaster so am I I've always feel like I'm the one that is like carrying the conversation. And Mm -hmm. that is a huge turnoff for me. Mm -hmm. Like I need that back and forth. I need the guy to be able to have a conversation with me. It doesn't have to be deep, but Mm -hmm. if you don't have good banter and you don't have something to throw back at me, I find that a lot. You know, I never find anyone either. Like, and I'm not just saying like, Oh, I'm so funny. And like,
0: no one's as funny as me. I just feel like I never have attracted like dating like a funny guy. Like, I feel like I just don't
1: meet like But even if you're not that funny, if you can take the jokes and just say something back instead of either one getting offended or number two saying nothing because there is like a peanut instead of a brain up Mm -hmm. there, like do you know what I mean? It's just, it's
0: I don't know what it is. We sound like just pissed off girls that are like ranting about dating. But but I am. I it's it has been frustrating lately. Like I I feel I'm. I guess you have to stay hopeful, but like I just feel like it's just a bad time. I don't know if it's just bad for me It's a bad, bad time and generally,
1: like, also, I just don't really care. Yeah. Like, I know it sounds bad, but because I love my job and I have mm-hmm. amazing friends, like I have made the most amazing friends in LA, if someone's not worth my time, I know I sound like a bitter bitch, but I just don't care. No, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I...
0: I... I I can see how people who maybe don't like their job very much or, like, they kind of hang their hat on, like, being in a relationship. Like, yeah. I can see how it's really important. But if you really love what you do and you can find happiness in that and find happiness in, like, your friends and just... Yeah. I don't, I don't care either. Like, exactly. And you have a great family. A wonderful family, yeah. Same. So do mm-hmm.
1: I. And I just feel so at home when I'm with them. Yeah. If I have a boyfriend and I don't feel at home with him, mm-hmm. I can't be with that person. Totally. But do you think, do you think that perhaps... Um, Um, we are not attracting
0: it because we don't care like you know because there's two schools two schools of thought where it's like oh you'll find it when you don't care you're not looking but then also some people say like you should treat dating like a job
1: so I I I, I read the book um, the Matthew Hussey book
0: which one was that get the guy oh I don't know that one I know his name though why do I know his name Um, because he
1: dated Camila Cabello he's like the really attractive English guy who gives dating advice you've probably seen him on YouTube maybe I don't know he's like dream guy gives dating advice and then I'm like, oh, great branding. Yeah, exactly. Bye. But um, is he single now? I don't know. And
0: does he live? Will I meet him in London?
1: I'm sure every go- <laughs> girl is literally throwing themselves at mm-hmm. him.
0: Um, yeah, but I'm chill, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm so chill. <laughs> I'm like if crazy,
0: I see whatever, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what he looks like.
1: I'm so chill, but I'll go psycho on you yeah. if you rub me the wrong way. I
0: really don't. Like that's the other thing with me too. And I wonder if like, uh, I'll finish what I was asking you. But yeah. I wonder if like that's partially my problem where like. I don't, ca- I care so little that like, I'm not getting mad. I'm not like texting crazy shit. I'm not like asking where someone is. I'm just sort
1: of like, I mean. Uh, if, Can if I be are- devil's advocate for hmm. a little bit? And please don't get offended. But this is all. interviewer Deanna like kicking in. I love it. Um, do you feel like maybe your ex-boyfriend cheated on you because he felt like he could? Because he felt like he wasn't a priority and because he felt like he needed to? Mm. And I'm not blaming you at all. It's his well, fault. no, he's, because he's, he's kind of cheated on like
0: everyone he's dated. Oh, okay, so, so like, he's just trash. Yeah, okay, bye yeah. Bye-bye. I think that, uh, but I don't know. Maybe, no.
1: Were you like of kind of nonchalant towards him, or was it like, uh,
0: sort of? Uh, but I'm a good girlfriend. Like I, yeah yeah so long? he sucks yeah Th- no I it. think yeah I think he I think I mean he literally like I've had girl I had girls message me after the podcast came out that Stassi and I talked about it right being like oh my god he dated my friend he cheated on her oh he's the war like he's got like a reputation
1: okay he just sucks yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, disregard the question okay Sorry.
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, but, no but I actually like that like I like a little psycho yeah analyzing. like talent yeah
1: but no um I can't remember what you're talking about oh, now. oh I asked you uh shoot it was do you think it's our fault that we're not meeting guys? Because yeah. Like I, because do you
0: think we don't... Not trying or not, not putting in as much effort. Do you effort? know what?
1: I actually don't believe that. I think that the reason why we don't care mm-hmm. is because we have before cared too much and given people too many chances. Mm-hmm. And so... I feel like the goal here is not to find a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. The goal is to find a good boyfriend. Yes. And so that's exactly. why. I don't need
0: just a warm body to be next to me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Fuck that.
1: I have a dog and I have yeah. a fucking water bottle that I use when I'm on my period. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hot water bottle because I get cramped. Uh. That's hilarious. And you know what? Like whatever. I'm yeah. I'm not I'm going to stop with the dirty jokes. This is is this like an explicit podcast? It's fine. There's it oh, there's no rules. Okay. There's no rules. lovely. Um so I feel like yeah, it's not I feel like we don't care because we know what's a waste of time and what's not Mm -hmm. and when we see a glimpse of you could be a waste of time which is like whatever move on and it's taking longer yeah we could find a boyfriend tomorrow Mm -hmm. if we gave everyone chances but we're just not doing that
0: totally totally so yeah um i would also love to meet someone in the wild and not like on an app but like i don't know how to do it i think it's maybe because i don't go out i don't know can i just say yeah
1: i'm gonna hook you up with people in london when you go really oh okay would you be down yeah like I have really cute friends in London that you could, like meet with. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll be traveling with my friend Natasha, but she's a blast.
0: Like we can go out. No, you could, yeah. you could go, like they'll take you out. They'll take you to. I would love the that. Would love that. That'd be so fun. I'll hook you up. Uh, back to like a few more questions about dating. So, yeah. are you um, are you like actively trying to date at all? Like, are you like when was the last time you went on a date?
1: The last time I went on a date, um, probably like mm, like a month and a half ago.
0: Oh, that's a while.
1: It's a while. Um, it was with an old friend of mine that uh-huh. I all of a sudden decided, oh, maybe I fancy you. Actually, no, I do fancy him. It sucks. But he li- Oh, you do like it's him. It's so dumb. Oh, like, you like him. That's cute. No, but he lives in London. Like, he was one of my friends in London. Oh. Yeah. That's so cute. Okay, well, that could happen. Mm, this could be a thing. I don't think it will be. Really? I don't why know. not? Because I feel like... I don't know. Do you really want to know? Yes. Like, I'm embarrassed now. Because I literally just said on a podcast. Vulnerability
0: that I like, is exciting to people. Is it? Yes. Let's
1: be fucking vulnerable then. Kill me.
0: Um, I, d- I definitely don't think
1: he listens to the podcast and he probably will. Cause I'll promote it on my social media okay. or maybe he won't. He doesn't stalk me that much. Actually. He, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Like I, 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 he's always been around. Mm-hmm. I've always thought he was cute, but he was, he's my age and I always wanted to go for older guys. And then I saw him, we had a drink and I was like, Oh wow, well, this guy's really cute. And like, he just lives in London and I live in LA. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no, it's, it's not an ideal situation. And I don't even So think- that's the reason why it's not going to work. Yeah. Okay. I All feel right. like it. And it sh- I felt like you were
0: going to spill some something good there. Well, and I don't think went- he's like
1: very experienced with relationships. Okay. Why is that? Um, because I don't think he's ever been in a. I think, I don't know fully because I wasn't super close friends with him. He was mm-hmm. just in my friend's circle. But I think he's not very experienced with being in a relationship. So that's scary in itself. But it then. It can be
0: kind of a good thing, though, that they're, you know, he's not like a serial dater or he's like, you know what I mean?
1: I don't think that, uh, to be honest, I don't think he takes this situation very seriously because I'm in LA and he's in London and that's that. And it's just a, uh, it's not an ideal scenario. Okay. So that was my last date. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been asked on a few dates since I got back, but I just haven't been because if I don't feel that connection, I just won't go.
0: Well, but you haven't met, have you not, do you meet him on an app or in person? A night out. A night out. Okay. Yeah.
1: And you just didn't feel the connection? I was just like, I'm not attracted to you. I don't think you're that funny. Mm-hmm. Like you're a bit annoying. Like I don't want to go on a date with you.
0: Okay. Do you go out a lot? Uh, Yeah. Yeah? Where I do. do. Where do you go?
1: Um, I don't go clubbing to uh-huh. nightclubs because I can't do the LA dress. I think we're
0: too old for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. but no thanks. Yeah. I'll go for like nice dinners and cocktails and uh-huh. just hang out like bars and stuff. Like I've been going to TomTom recently. Oh, nice. It's super. You're it's not going to meet anyone there. No. Uh, I feel no. like it's mostly like gay guys and women that hang out there. No, I am friends with Lucas though because okay. he lives in my building. Oh, awesome. Yeah, but he's like so much younger than me. He's hilarious. I mm-hmm. love him. Um. But yeah, no, you're not gonna meet anyone there.
0: Yeah, okay. But so you you go out and stuff like you're. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm going. I don't think I go out. Like I try to think of what I do, and it's mostly like I'm either performing at night or. Yeah, no, I don't really go out for the sake of going out. You don't go out. But I guess I also travel so much. Like I'm on the road so much that like. Fair enough. I think I'm just always doing comedy. I guess I'm I don't know. I'm gonna take you out. Please do with my friends. That was me like like inviting myself out, but you thinking, do you're you invited. go out. Where do you go? You're invited. Um, okay. So back to your career stuff. So you use your career goal to be, um, like an entertainment
1: host to be, I actually don't know anymore because Mm -hmm. uh, back in the day, well, I say back in the day, like I'm 50 years old, a couple of years ago, I would have told you, I want to be a red carpet host. And Mm -hmm. there was a time where I did like four, five red carpets a week and it gets very, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm very like, how do you book?
0: Doing those, I worked like for like
1: three different outlets. Uh-huh. Um, that was just they were everywhere on the on the red carpet. Okay, and because I was you know good at doing the red carpet mm-hmm. interviews, I got booked to do it a lot. Mm-hmm. And. Now it's just, it just gets repetitive and I feel like everyone's so media trained and they get, they give all the same answers, which is why I decided to start my podcast mm-hmm. because I knew nothing about the podcasting world, but I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do an interview on my own terms, real
0: conversations with people. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I do it more the funny way. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I've had some of the Vanderpump people on my show and stuff and like yeah. I just love ripping people on you on because it's nice. That it's, it's, it's when, the, when they're. When they're on your show? When they're on my so show. So how do you do that? Do they usually get offended or... No, because I always am very self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. So they know that if I'm making fun of them, I'm most probably making fun of myself too. Yeah. Um. Like, I don't know, when Sheena came, I was like, how big is Adam? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought that was funny because I listened to your podcast with
0: Adam. Yeah. And you were like... Well... You said that you finally met Sheena and, she, and you were like, she's really nice or whatever. But yeah. you were like talking about how you did not have a great opinion of her before. I No, I
1: did not like her before, based off of the TV show. But did you
0: have her on her pod, on your podcast? After.
1: A- oh, it was after. Okay, I yeah. was wondering if it was
0: before. Oh, okay. No, it was
1: after. And she had heard an episode where I had yeah. said, oh, I'm not a fan of Sheena. But then... And she didn't care? Well, she, Sheena is a very sweet girl. I love Sheena. They don't care. They're on TV. They know that people are going to be opinionated about yeah. them. And I thought it was... Very cool of her to say, I want to give you my side of the story. Like I'm gonna come, and she's just open to meeting new people and making these connections. I thought it was really great, and I really, really like her now. Oh, she's very sweet. Yeah, she is a nice girl. I
0: think she's very misunderstood on the show. Like she definitely gets bad edits. um, Yeah, for sure. But I think like a lot of, I mean, a lot of times on this. Well, I guess they've all been going through stuff. But I feel like she's always been caught at the wrong time sort of like in the yeah. wrong relationship
1: or something and we've it, all been a sheena we've all been yeah. obsessed with a guy who can hang a tv in under seven minutes <laughs> and we've all like cried about an asshole boyfriend who well, treats think us about like, it shit. Too, like all
0: of her friends are in like really committed relationships it's hard it's 100
1: you know? hard yeah and like the guys now are very few and far between so mm-hmm. yes we've talked about we've talked about it so yeah. I, I i really and i th- you know Speaking to her on a more personal level, mm-hmm. I actually think that she deals with all of this stuff really well internally. Maybe mm-hmm. on TV it doesn't come across that way, but yeah. internally she actually deals with it really well. Yeah, I think she does too. They all yeah.
0: actually are pretty good at dealing with it, and they, and they get a lot of hate and stuff, and they yeah they handle it pretty well. Yeah,
1: you have to after a while. One hundred percent.
0: So. Uh, So you don't know
1: exactly what you want to do after this, so you're sick of the... Well, so I thought I was was like, I want to be on E! I want to be on Entertainment Tonight. And now I started my podcast and... As of recently, I've put a lot more effort into it and mm-hmm. more time into it, and I love doing these like unfiltered atypical interviews mm-hmm. that I'm doing. And I've started actually producing podcasts for other people because oh, you know cool. of my background in like audio mm-hmm. production and stuff. Oh, that's awesome! And I love the production, and I do news production. Like mm-hmm. I write scripts, I write segments, lifestyle segments, and I love. So you just do all that freelance? You just like freelance? Okay. I'm like a news producer.
0: If uh, f- advice for my listeners, if they wanted to get into something like that. Like, how do you even get into that?
1: L- what, podcasting or news production? No, um, like freelance, like writing for... Well, so first of all, you, this is my advice. Mm-hmm. You need to... So actually, you can actually write for BuzzFeed, which I haven't done, but I found out that you could. Mm-hmm. Um You can pitch stuff and send them stuff. And if it's good, they'll publish it. You're not getting paid for it. But if you need that initial, like, I'm published title. Oh, then it helps you get other jobs. It it helps you get other jobs. Mm -hmm. The more published you are, the more jobs you'll get. Especially if your work is good. I think nowadays it's essential, no matter what you do in production and podcasting and news and hosting, Mm -hmm. to have your own platform. Even if you do IGTV, even if you like, microblog on Instagram, even if you, I mean, don't do a blog now, because no one has time for that, but like, I mean, I do it, but fuck that. Um, Have a a witty Twitter, and show Mm -hmm. people that you have really fun, valuable opinions about things mm-hmm. and that will get your foot in the door because they'll see that you can do it for yourself and you're yeah. very good at branding yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's super important. Cause if you can brand yourself, you most probably will be able to brand someone else's outlet. Yeah. Do you know what I you mean? You are good at branding.
0: I feel like you have a, like your Instagram is very branded. Like, Thank like you. the colors are all, you know,
1: it's all fucking fake. Yeah. Um, it's not fake. What it's filtered as fuck. Let's yeah. not lie to ourselves. Okay. We won't lie to the listeners. Whatever. But you look like that in person no okay thanks you do but
0: whatever (laughs) i'll show you how to do it i've always wanted to have like a curated instagram but i just don't have the energy for it no because i won't do it (laughs) like i just i know i won't do it like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like do the same filter. like i just you don't need one i I do probably you don't whatever
1: no you have the personality i just need a filter to get my fucking name out there Jeez. (laughs) so do you have any aspirations to go back into music not at all no no, not at all. I don't miss it. I don't even remember so what it feels like. funny, like to something that you did for so long that you just don't have. It a was never a passion because I started so young. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a passion. Yeah. And when I removed myself from the situation, I was like, I'm not passionate. I'm just good at doing it. I mean, I wasn't the best, but I was good enough Mm -hmm. Um, what I'm doing now I'm passionate about because I don't make money from my podcast Mm -hmm. it's like a new thing but I do it consistently every week but I also heard you say at the top of a podcast you were like
0: you don't want sponsors
1: no so I have had a few sponsors Mm -hmm. and I do but you know when you post Instagram photos and you have all these fucking brands being like DM me for a percentage off a sale like we want you as an ambassador Mm -hmm. fuck you that toothbrush you want me to sell shove it up your ass like Mm -hmm. no but (laughs) I said this joke a few times, but it's just, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I have
0: bills to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, yeah, but for your podcast, like you would
1: do paid ads, you mean? Yeah. But so my podcast is also a lifestyle podcast. Mm -hmm. So I do pop culture and I always do a tip of the week Mm -hmm. and I truly like, I'm passionate. I want to hear a tip of the week. You want a tip of the week? Yeah. Um, I have a list on my phone. Oh my God. So are they like, um, like beauty? Okay. Beauty lifestyle. Oh my God. Um, Give me a few. Okay, fine. So let me go to my t- tip of the weekly tip. See, that's very good branding that you have like, yeah, that's, yeah, people so love to hear that kind of stuff. I have the TV people and I ask them for their tip and then I exchange my tip at the beginning of okay. every episode. So my tip recently has been, oh, it's so stupid. So I do p Volve. What's that? So I don't work out. Uh But as of recently, I started streaming a 30-minute workout like maybe twice a week Uh because I am 30 and it's all downhill from here. Let's not lie to ourselves. So it's just like very mild, very easy little like leg and arms. Mm -hmm. And they send you a bunch of equipment that is very affordable. And it's for the person like me who doesn't want to be the hardcore like I'm going to SoulCycle. I'm going to Barry's Boot Camp. And you just do a little bit from home when you feel like it. So that's like a nice tip for that's the lazy bitches out yeah, there yeah, yeah. like myself.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Any beauty tips? Beauty tips, cold roller every single day.
0: Oh, like the jade roller thingy? Ice roller. Wait, like you, meaning you just put it in the fridge? You pus-
1: I put it in the freezer personally. Okay. I
0: have one and I was using it a lot and then I stopped using it.
1: So I don't really like the jade roller. They're really good for you. But if you use the cold, the ice rollers that you can get on Amazon. Oh, so that's actually called an ice roller. What is it? Actually ice? It's bigger and it's... It keeps What's it made of? It's made of metal, some oh. kind of metal, and it stays cold for a long time. So, Jade Roller, it just doesn't really stay cold. No, it and doesn't. doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. These stay cold. So, you can do it for like 15 minutes and then it wakes you up, it de puffs, mm-hmm. and it also reduces inflammation if you have a spot or if you have like scars or anything. It really mm-hmm. helps. Okay, I need so to that get one of those. It's, yeah, they're really inexpensive. They're like 10 or 20 bucks or something. Very good advice. Yeah, okay. really, really good, especially when you're touring. Okay, cool. Um, um, so, don't like brand partnerships because. I, because I'm passionate about the podcast, mm-hmm. I don't want to just give like do a a plug, and I don't really believe in it because I know that a lot of people follow my Instagram and follow mm-hmm. me because of my lifestyle tips. Well, I only choose like
0: for my podcast ads. I only choose brands that I actually use and like. Like I because you're a
1: bigger podcaster, so you can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I was to take the 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 few brands that want to work with me. Mm-hmm. So I try the stuff, but a lot of the brands are like, I don't want to send you stuff if you're not going to talk about it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, if you don't send it to me and I can't genuinely recommend it, you're not going to talk about it. Sorry.
0: Totally. Totally. Yeah. I just,
1: I I like to make jokes and be funny, but I don't want to fuck with people. Mm -hmm. I don't want to tell them to buy something that I wouldn't fucking buy. Yeah.
0: Well, for my listeners, everything I say on here, I would buy.
1: (laughs) No, uh, but you have a lot of offers and propositions. So you are in a position where you can pick and choose what you prefer. I guess so. Sort you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So, what's next for you?
1: I really want my podcast to become a thing because I feel like I've really I feel like it's doing really well. It's been doing you better. You've Big guests on. And yeah, I've had big guests, and I really feel like I've developed. You should have Perez Hilton on. That's a big deal. Yeah, I just had Perez. You yeah. should have him on. How did you? How do you know him? Um, I messaged him on Instagram. Oh, really? DM him. He'll That's cool. he'll message you back. Okay. He's cool. great. He's. I
0: super. met him a long time ago in uh, Vegas. At Tau Nightclub, I was there with Amanda Bynes and my friend Dionne, who's actually in town right now. Oh my gosh. And um, I think we went to dinner with him. Like we had like a whole dinner with he's him. He's really yeah. fun, isn't he, he? was so long he's ago. He's so like open.
1: 10 or 11 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he. I think he's like really mellowed now and become like a really much nicer person than he was back in the day.
0: Does he regret
1: being yes. so cruel to people? Really? He said it on my show. He was like, I carry a lot of regret for talking shit about um, celebrities' children and like. Oh, how sad. Yeah. He's, I mean, that's good, but yeah. That's he's more considerate towards the celebrities now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I really You're not. <laughs> No, I'm still like the old Perez. See, I feel I can't talk bad about people. I feel too bad. I f- I'm I the talk worst. shit, but yeah. I talk shit about myself even more, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I
0: mean you I mean you you have more of like a pop culture podcast. Like my podcast isn't really about that. So like
1: Yeah. No. I don't
0: really know that much about it, and I don't like talking about it that much.
1: No, I yeah. get it. I, I've, I, but you know what? If I've spoken shit about uh, about a celebrity, mm-hmm. I've I've spoken more shit or done more shit myself. So you yeah. know what? I don't give a. Fuck. But totally. um, yeah, like uh, the podcast has been doing well. I feel like I've really developed my own interview style, mm-hmm. um, which is very rare because everyone's like a fucking robot. Like, hi, I'm reporting from blah blah blah, and it's yeah. like, it gets a bit old to it be does. honest. Yeah. So I would love that to be a thing. I would love to actually become. I would love to have my own podcast studio or my own own podcast production company, or like podcast network. Yeah, just sign other people's podcasts. Yeah, but I would want to be involved in the creating process. I don't want to just well, be I like mean, dealing like that, with that, but also produce them. Yeah, produce them. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And also, I think I would really like to have my own news like column or segment mm. where I talk about lifestyle stuff, but in not like buy this buy that and you'll do this like I want it to be curated by me and you Mm -hmm. know the way I share my things I'm very unfiltered Mm -hmm. I've done a couple of KTLA segments where I go and I Tell them this is the solution to that. And I list a bunch of stuff that I've curated. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something I really would love to do. Maybe for like a website or a TV channel. Mm -hmm. Cool. Do you do that on your blog now? Yeah, I do that on my blog. And I've done it. I do it for a bunch of outlets. But I would love it to be like Deanna Espierre's little thing. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Tell my listeners where they can find you. Thank you so much for having Thank me. This is one of the best conversations Really? Oh, that's so nice. You're so amazing compliment. at this. Thank you. Uh, give your socials out. My social. So you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at Deanna S. Spear. And, it's, and it is spelt D-I-A-N-A-E-S-P-I-R. Very, you know, weird. Mm-hmm. And then you can find me on the You Can't Sit With Me podcast on iTunes, Spotify, everything. And if you want all the lifestyle tips, you can just go to Can't cantsitwithme.com, which is the website. Cute. I love it. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Bye.